Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. One oh six in Edmonton. This is Oilers now at a game night live from Rogers Place as we ring in the new year of the game against the Winnipeg Jets, uh, who are one of the best teams in the National Hockey League. Oilers now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. You can now buy your PCs from Digitex. Keep it all under one roof with one number to call and one simple invoice for all of your office technology needs. You can reach us on our River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Texas under 630-630 Heartland Ford Tax Line. Think all dealerships are the same. Think again. Experience buying a vehicle on your teams with no pressure at Heartland Ford. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan is at Brendan Escott. And we will tell you, the guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton South, Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park. We are going to be joined in 29 seconds time by Mark Spector for Horse Racing Alberta and the 7,000 men and women in the horse racing industry. Very quickly, because I want to give Mark a sampling of what's out there via text. Okay? And you can text us again at 630-630. Out of Turtleford, Saskatchewan. Bob, where are Shirelli's assistants when it comes to his incompetence with our cap issues? Uh, Manning's been scratched how many games in a row? Chicago obviously wanted out from under the contract. Wouldn't a Benning for Manning swap have made more sense? Or if they'd wanted to get rid of Kajula that badly, could you not tell me how they could have traded Benning and Kajula for Manning and another piece like Kruger slash Hayden slash Martinson? Uh, Benning is not and will not help us going forward. Gravel and Jones have both passed him on the depth chart right now. That's out of Turtleford, Saskatchewan. Well, I'm sorry, man, but Kruger and Martinson do nothing for me personally. Uh, that's my own opinion. Uh, th- again, you can text us at 630-630. Another text, I just can't believe there are no trades to be made for wingers out there. I know the teams. Uh, there are teams out there that want Lucic, Philly, Vancouver, Boston, to name a couple. Uh, they made it uh, public. They want to get tougher to deal with the Wilson type of players. I like Lucic, but some guys just don't fit here. Maroon fit. Maybe Lucic and something for DeBrus can happen. Well, that's not going to happen. I actually don't think Cam Neely wants Milan Lucic back. There you go. Uh, you can text us at 630, 630. Uh, Bob, uh, players uh, in Edmonton uh, often play well in Edmonton. Let's hope that's the case for Alexander Petrovich. Mark, the fans are they're plenty cheesed off today. Let me tell you, I would say that... Uh, Right now, well, to be honest with you, we've had over 600 texts in the first hour of the show, and 
I haven't seen one person that's liked the Manning trade. Uh, lots of the fans don't mind the Petro, uh, the Petrovich. He's going with Petrovich, Alexander Petrovich. Uh, so let's get your perspective on things. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I think I, I mirror yours. Uh, the Petrovich deal is, you know, you, you bring in the, a guy that can stop the cycle, a guy that can defend. They're clearly uh, uh, in arrears in that type of player, so you bring them in. Great. Uh, I can't disagree. You know, you bring in Manning. All I know is what I hear out of Chicago, and everybody I speak to there says that, that he represented uh, the biggest signing mistake that Stan Bowman made in yeah. the summer, and they're quite relieved to get out from under the second year of a contract that will pay 2.25 uh, next year for a bottom pairing defenseman. So uh, that's, you know, I, I get how people are critical of that. I yeah. really do. It's good. Shirelli's cap management has not been his strong suit, and he just got another two and a quarter on the cap next year uh, for a player that, that you know, I'm not going to build up Drake Kajula into a great player, but he's an everyday player in an NHL lineup, and Branding Manning has not been. Yeah. Uh, does it matter that the Oilers had the severity of injuries on defense that they did? Well, I mean, this is where we're chasing. You start chasing your tail a little bit, Bob. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I always say this. I've said it about the Canucks and the Flames, and we're saying it about the Oilers. When you're not a deep team, you roll along pretty good till you get a few injuries, and then your weakness gets exploited. And that's where the Oilers are. They're not deep on defense, right? So they get a couple injuries. And you realize, oh boy, the next man up can barely can't play well enough to help us win. So now you're chasing your tail. So now you're bringing in guys, and you're hurting your cap next year to recover from mistakes in building a deep defense, right? So your own problem A has now extended into problem B, which is you know too much money on five six defensemen. And I get why you're doing it, but I also get why you have to do it, Bob. Right. Well, this is—is is that fair? Am I being too harsh here, or what? No, no. Like, well, if you're entitled to your like. Here's the thing: I, I we deal with this every day. So, when the team's nine two and two under Ken Hitchcock, what were the texts that were coming in? Well, obviously, it was the coach. Now, you and me never believed for a second that it was the coach, and you and me never believed for a second that they were as good as nine two and two. But Koskinen stopped the puck. They won some games early in overtime. They started to play better. And I, I will tell you that I was in Denver, uh, and we flew out the morning after the game, and I could sense the concern that was there. Even though at that point they'd gone to 9-2-2 two, and two because of the Clef bomb russell double whammy. And they might have a little bit more depth next year, but they don't got it right now. And that's and people say, well, how do you know they have more depth next year? And I my response to that would be because next year Bouchard's probably going to be in the mix. Jones will be another year older. Maybe, yeah. right, uh, Lagason, who has been a surprise this year. And then Ethan Bear. Like, you might be better equipped to handle it, but you can't handle it right now, Mark. And you saw this team play on Saturday. I mean, they got the living snot kicked out of them by San Jose. They they haven't been able to stop against the bigger, heavier teams. Yeah. They've not been able to stop the cycle. So it was obvious he had to do something. Now, how he well, got himself into this position... That's another conversation, but it is understandable for, uh, uh, you know what? If you're if you're Peter Shirelli and Ken Hitchcock's going to you, look, you got to get me some guys that can can help us here. He's he's got to fight to go go do it. But I totally understand 
the exasperation and the frustration of the fan base. I totally understand that. Well, it's it's big and small picture, right? I mean, small picture, hockey to me, Bob, it's not unlike football, right? When when you when our two teams are playing football against each other, and when you know and you get a clear picture, you can control the line of scrimmage, and you can run on me as much as you want. Well, all your players know it. All my players know it. And it's just a matter of you running that ball down my throat, you're going to beat me in a football game every single day. In hockey, it's the same. You know, San Jose, they knew they could control that game down low. They knew the orders couldn't get it from them. They knew the orders wouldn't stop their cycle. And they basically put a ground game down that the Oilers also knew they couldn't handle. And that's why you saw a level of, I don't want to say the word quit, but you saw an Oilers team that was resigned to the fact that they can't win that game. They lost their spirit. They lost their spirit because they can't win, Bob. You lose your spirit because you look over the boards, you look down your bench, you look at the guys you got, and you go, we can't win this game because the other team is going to run that ball down our throats. Right? And that's where the Oilers are. So you got to make a couple quick moves just to save your team, save your season. But let me finish this. Peter Chiarelli has been the gym for four years. Mm Mm-hmm. Right For four years, he's been the GM. There's still no depth on defense. And I will submit to you, Bob, as Peter said today, it's really hard to find that puck-moving, top-pairing defenseman. It is hard. But he's had four years to find the guy. And I'm going to say to you, Bob, that I don't think as much as I like Oscar Kleckbaum's game and I like Adam Larson's game, on a top team, that's your second pair. Right? Yeah. I think it's, it's the scouts I talk to tell me that on a top team – Oscar Clefbaum won't be a top pairing defenseman. So Peter Shirelli has been here four years, and we can have the conversation as to whether he has a top pairing defenseman in his organization yet. And that's not good enough, right? That was the problem when he got here, and it's the problem four years later. It's not good enough, Bob. It's not the, good enough. The Fizzler has texted the show to say, there's nobody with a rational thought process that likes this trade. No guests or sports writers or fans. Oilers now is the only place you can go to get a positive reaction to this hot garbage. That one comes to us from Fizzler. Fizzler, have you actually listened to what I've said on the show today? What I've said is I understand why they made the trade. Listen closely. The Petrovich Petrovich trade to me, I said I was surprised that they traded for Brandon Manning. Part of the reason why I was surprised that Now, I will tell you, Mark... That I, too, have, as you know, sources. And uh, regarding Brandon Manning, the Philadelphia experience was pretty good. The feedback I got from Philly, not so good from Chicago. I communicated that. Uh, In terms of uh, Petrovich, we'll see where he fits. I like that he's a right shot. And I'm the one that deploys analytics more than what would you say, 80% of the media in the market? Uh-huh. I know what the numbers are on on uh, on Brandon Manning, the challenges that they had in Chicago, and it was a absolute tire fire when they made the change to Jeremy Colleton, who might have been a little over his head at the start, and then has started to uh, find a way to get some wins here. So yeah. I'm not naive to it, and I sure to hell know what the fans are thinking. Because well, let me they've say been this sa- about... Sorry, go ahead. No, you, you go go ahead. Well, I want to say this about Manning. Uh, and this is something that's that's getting glossed over. The Brandon Manning that I first met was, I didn't know anything about him when he had the collision with uh, McDavid and they went in the bar and he broke his collarbone. And I think that people who tell you that he meant to do it and that that was intentional, they're, I think they're crazy. You know, I know that Connor and him had a thing and they yep. said some stuff. 
I think the, the speed of that play and the way it unfolded, it was just an accident. Mark, he's not a good enough player to purposely make that play. Nobody, right. right. McConnor's going so fast. Anyway, here's what I want to say about Brandon May. I love the way he came into Edmonton the next time with Philly, and he stood up and he addressed that play, and he said, I'm not going to apologize for things that I'm doing my job. I thought he stood up to, I believe it was Patrick Maroon that fought him. Yep. Uh, he walked out there and absolutely had the kind of backbone that, I always say this, if that was my son in that perilous, difficult situation, I would have been very proud of the way he handled himself. I thought Brandon Manning absolutely looked that situation in the eye and handled it like a stand-up guy. So you're getting a good, strong person and a strong player. Let's see if his game rebounds from Chicago. And when your team misses the playoffs for 11 out of 12 years, goes to the second round, seventh game, and then regresses the way the Oilers did, right? Yeah. Criticism is going to come with the territory. You're in Edmonton. If you're Peter Shirelli, you gotta have you got to have fix If you're anybody involved in Oilers management, oh, you got to have thick skin, man. <laughs> you're in this market. It's a hot market. That's all well, it is, to it. and it's and, and listen. You just said the stat: eleven out of twelve years. I would I would suggest it is very fair to say it is an underserved market, Bob. It's underserved. These, these are good fans who pay in the top five in the league for their ticket prices. We all know and, how. I, I mean, John Shannon said there's twenty other teams in the league that wish they had Edmonton's fan base. I'd no. assert to you, I I would go higher. Maybe twenty five. I'd go twenty five, twenty six. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's no a top. Question. It's a top five fan base. We all. I'm not kissing ass with the fans. It is what it is. They've gone out. They've continuously supported the hockey team, and they care. They care. Yep. And because they care, on a show called Oilers Now, we're going to get the snot kicked out of us. That's how it works. We get that. We lo- You know yep. what? Hey, it's all good. One nineteen in Edmonton. We'll get to a couple more texts. Uh, We'll talk about some other issues around the orders and then the craziest call I've ever seen in my life in a World Junior game last night. Stoffer Inspector for the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry in the province of Alberta. Of course, i got Century Mile coming up. Horse racing will be taking place uh, this spring. Uh, just on the way out to Highway Number 2. I want to tell you, you can book with New West Travel Oilers fan joins Oilers now on two great road trips to Nashville and Vegas to see the Oilers play two of the most exciting arenas in the league. These Oilers now packages include airfare accommodation, great game tickets, including a private suite in Vegas, all your transportation, a welcome reception with myself and special guests, and parking at Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Limited space to get on these roadies to see the Oilers in Nashville and Vegas. For the Oilers now road trips, call the travel experts at New West Travel, 780-432-7446 or online at newwesttravel.com. More with Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta after this. This is Oscar Platform from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shed. You can text us at 630-630. Bob, can you say Cleveland Browns on our Hartland Ford text line? Enjoy your fertility. Can you imagine what other GMs say to each other about what goes on here? Incredibly entertaining to watch as a non-Oilers fan. Again, you can text us at 630-630. This text comes in saying, out of Lethbridge, on a positive side, Bouchard is awesome. I knew that already. Samarukov looks surprisingly good. I had no clue about him. Well, let's bring Mark Spector, and he's out in Vancouver. And tonight it's Samarukov against Bouchard at the World Junior Championship. Stoffer Spector for the 7,000 men and women employed, uh, employed in the horse racing industry. Smack, 
I don't think Bouchard – I got to tell you, I've watched every game Canada's played. I don't think Bouchard's looked that great. I think he's just been okay. Um, I think he needs to have more urgency in his game, get his feet moving. He's got a huge upside. I don't think there's any debate about that. And as for Samarukov, I mean, he had a real good stretch last night, and then he was involved in the most bizarre sequence I think I've ever seen. I've yeah, never I talked s- to him. I talked to him today about that, actually. What did he say? <laughs> well, he, had a t- he was in that spot where he, t- he got a, a bombshell of a pass. He was standing still on the blue line. Guy gave him a bouncing puck that bounced over him, and the the uh, opposing winger from uh, who they play last night, the Swiss winger, was had a full head of steam and blasted right. past him. It wasn't his fault. Uh, so anyway, he trips the guy because the guy's on a breakaway. Basically, he trips him. Then the guy gets up. He maintains control of the puck. So Sam Rukov trips him again. I talked to him this morning. He said that guy. He said he kept getting up. If he'd have got up a third time, I'd have tripped him a third time. <laughs> so. It was totally bizarre. They were awarded two back-to-back penalty shots. Did you know that rule? I didn't know no, that rule. Nobody knew that rule. And, in fact, Gord Miller on TSN, it took him uh, till the next break to tell us that had had the Swiss scored on the first penalty shot, yes. there, there would have been a minor penalty, not a second penalty shot. So no one had seen that before. It was a really cool instance of you know, hockey knowledge. And, frankly, it was a fabulous hockey game between the Russians and the Swiss. No one saw that coming. It was a great game. And you know what? Here's, here's one for you, Bob. So we just talked about the Oilers' you know, propensity to acquire third-pairing defensemen. Well, you know, we can talk about Bouchard's game a little bit and, and Sam Rukov, but you can certainly argue that Sam Rukov and Bouchard are the number one defensemen for Russia and Canada heading into this game tonight. So these are two high-skill guys, both getting lead on big time here. Yeah. I know the Oilers fan doesn't want to hear about what's coming down the road, but watch that game tonight. you got five on Russia and two on Canada, and they're both fabulous-looking defensemen, a lefty and a righty. Well, and this is where, you know what? I hear it every day about Peter Sorelli, and I've, as you know, Mark, you know my personality. If I disagreed with something that Peter would do, I would say it to Peter. Okay, but I just want to, this is one of the areas, just hypothetically, next year on the farm, Marody, Benson, and Habig, who have been a line, a top line for most of the year, McLeod with uh, Maximov, who's having a stellar year in the OHL, and Ostap Safin, these guys are all signed, they're all heading, so that's two full lines of guys, 22 to 19, that'll be in the American Hockey League, and then on defense... Because I'm not counting Caleb Jones being on the Oilers' defense next year. You're uh, not. No. Even, uh, okay. But he might be. Okay. But Jones, uh, Joel Person, who's 24 years old out of Sweden, we might see him late in the year here. Ethan Bear, Lagason, uh, Dmitry Samarukov, and even though the numbers aren't there because Adam Fox is the star in Harvard, there's a guy named John Marino, a right shot D. Like the Oilers are, in fairness to Peter Shirelli and Keith Gretzky, they are building some depth in the American League that wasn't there before. At one time, the Oilers had no forwards under the age of 23 that were legitimate NHL prospects. I'm not talking first or second line guys. I'm saying guys that can come up and play uh, and start off as third and fourth line guys and work their way up. They had nobody like that a year ago. And by next year, they might have six forwards alone that'll be pushing for time in the NHL over the next two to three years. So there's a little bit of depth there, but that doesn't help you in the here and now when 
you're, you know, third out of the four years that you're GM of the team. Right now you're on the outside looking in for to make the playoffs. I mean, it's a tough, tough situation. Yeah, you know what? They asked they asked many things of a of a GM that came in when Peter Shirelli came into Edmonton. It wasn't they were sick of the rebuild here. It was yep. you know, they had Connor McDavid. Uh, it was time to progress and, and win now and not later. I'll say this, too. Him and Keith Gretzky have given the Oilers a better farm system than they've had in a long, long time. Keith Gretzky knows exactly what he's doing. Uh, uh, they're drafting guys in the second, third, and fourth round who are clearly going to turn into players here where they did not do that for a very long time. So that's great. Like t- You can check that box. Shirelli's, uh amateur, his drafting, his amateur work has been fabulous. Very, it's been very, very good. But uh, that's only one part of the job, Bob. No, and, you know, for Oilers fans, the team has to make the playoffs. It's really that simple. Mark, Happy New Year. Oh, yeah, Happy New Year, Bob. Are you going to watch Canada Russian night? Well, I'm kind of broadcasting a game. We're playing the Jets. Oh, that's right. I forgot. (laughs) I'm in my own little world here. Mark, we've known that about you for a long time. (laughs) You always have been in your own little world. Come on, Canada, Russia on New Year's Eve. This is going to be an awesome If you don't think, hey. PVR that game, folks. Watch your orders play. Mark. And uh, catch this game after. Mark, in our broadcast location tonight, we're going to have two TVs on, and one's going to be on Canada, Russia. I'm going to tell you that right now. (laughs) For sure. Awesome. Hey, Spec, happy New Year. All right. All right, that is uh, Mark Spector, Stafford Spector, brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. Live racing coming up Century Mile in the spring. Horse Racing Alberta, 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. We're going to get to a host of comments from Peter Shirelli, Ken Hitchcock, squeezing a Connor McDavid, yeah, Joseph Gambardella, uh, one-on-one with Alex Petrovich and Brendan Escott with NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing when we come back. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.